We now interrupt our regularly viewing of one of my favorite Disney movies, The Sleeping Beauty, to bring you an all-new episode of Into the Aaronverse. Welcome, everybody. Yours truly coming at you. Yes, I am back. And on tonight's episode of Aaronverse, I have some coming attractions, but later I have a unique edition of the perspective. Eh, Let's call it a perspective with a twist. But first, and I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I try to keep politics out of my show, but I can't, and I am trying my best, but to yesterday, a Democratic Congresswoman, Maxine Waters, uh, she, well, she said something that kind of got under my skin. She said that due to a pandemic, and even though it's literally not a pandemic, it's a stunt, that Trump supporters should be ashamed of themselves. Trump supporters who are of the faith, like myself and many of the listeners in the group page. There, She said that we are ashamed because we wanted, excuse me, businesses open during this stunt. And I want to summarize that with the rant that I posted on social media right after she uh, said that. The only reason we're ashamed is because of the fact that we are tired of living in fear. We are tired of living in fear um, because of this economic freeze or whatever you want to call this pandemic. Um, And then... When it comes to people protesting uh, about these lockdown restrictions, they're tired of, you know, being quarantined to their homes because 
we don't know, I mean, people don't know if they actually have this thing. In case in point, um, excuse me for one second here. In case in point, there's one governor who's had a lot of flack amongst her her constituents. And that is Governor Gretchen Whitmer. And most of you guys know that um, she is, you know, a tyrant because she's uh she's banned she's banned the sales of seeds where people who enjoy being outside you know planting their own food that way they won't have to go to the grocery store to um To buy the things they to buy the things they need. She actually forced small businesses to shut down, and those are those are businesses that have been denied uh, loans to. Th- those are businesses that have de- that have been denied loans to to feed their fa- to feed their families to stay afloat. Uh, case in point, a family-owned shop out in Michigan was forced to uh, uh, shut down, and this was. Uh, due to Gretchen Whitmer's uh, power. This business is a family-owned music shop, and for years, these people have um, these people have ran the shop where they allow uh, kids to go there to learn music, to practice music. And she deemed it non-essential. And it's hard for these for these uh, people to recover from that. And, And it's hard um you know Uh, for for people to even get started up again because they're going to have to 
get investors. They're going to have to get the startup money. And, and it's just nerve-wracking. And it pulls on and it tugs on your heart um, because you hate to see these people suffer. And I know I'm not a, a Michiganian or a, Michi- a Michigan native, but this lady's power has to has to stop. And I hope Michigan um, you know has the courage to to vote her out because during this thing she's even gone to ban the travel from room to room of a person's house. Here's another uh instance. Harris County uh governor Lena Hidalgo or if you want or Harris County judge Lena Hidalgo Most people respect her, and most others, not so much. Case in point, she recently had a um, had uh, signed an order for everybody to wear a mask in public for 30 days. But why? And now come to find out from medical experts, if you want to call them that, they said that N95 masks do not do the job. And quite frankly, I don't know who to believe. But that's another, excuse me, that's another episode. But back to the Lena Hidalgo thing. She recently signed an order for 30 days for all people, including children over the age of 10. Over the age of 10 to wear a mask out in public. But that same day, Governor Greg Abbott diminished that order. due to the fact that it is unconstitutional and unlawful because before that happened, if anybody is caught anywhere without a mask in Harrison County, you will 
possibly go to jail for the duration of the policy or order, whatever you want to call it, and be fined up to $1,000. Now, she has even gone to the fact that neighbor, that she wants people to spy on her neighbor and inform her of businesses that are opening just so these families or these owners can feed their families. And I know Harris County is going to have the courage to vote her out in the next election. Another matter on the Hidalgo situation. She has now gone to say that if businesses not mentioned in Greg Abbott's uh, phase plan are open, they are they are closed. And per his phase plan, if you've been keeping up with this through social media, the next phase should begin May 18th if the numbers haven't gotten worse. And now... Over in Hollyweird, if you want to call it that, Governor Gavin Newsom is facing a lot of political flack for the lockdown measures that he's implemented for the state of California. Now, people who are standing up for their rights... are storming the California State Capitol. And he's buckled to allow some businesses to open. However, his phase plan could last three years. Also in California, Mayor Eric Gacchetti, however you pronounce his name, um, he is now wanting to cut off the water and power to businesses that are open. These businesses are trying to stay afloat without having to, you know, um, 
face foreclosure. And on top of that, in California, I can't remember if the article read what the article read, but Gavin Newsom and Mayor Gaychetti uh, implemented a program to where illegals, as as in illegals who are criminals, pedophiles. Not no non-citizens in this country. In this country, a, a stimulus check because they're more American than people who work for a living, like me. I hope that all these cities, and before I close, there's uh, one more that, well actually there's two more statements that really got to me. Uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo, he is, of course, governor of New York, and he has shut subway travel. down after midnight so the so the the city can sanitize the subway so new yorkers if you are out at night all the traveling that you need to do and that is if you are out you will have to do either by car, taxi, or foot. But de Blasio, now there's another one that gets under people's skin. He's the one who um, he's the one who um, implemented a order um, where New Yorkers need to stay home. But it's ironic. It's ironic that his wife, that he and his wife actually, were seen out at a national park 
Whereas people should be indoors or should be uh, quarantined and not have to go out anywhere unless they have to. I hope all these cities that I just named get to, I mean, have the courage to vote these people out. They need to go from Pelosi to AOC, who has no clue of the position that she's in, to um, Gaichetti, to Gavin Newsom, who, if you didn't know, is Pelosi's nephew. Um, all these liberals that have enforced stay-at-home orders, they need to be voted out. And I hope all these, all the states that have these, that have these uh, corrupt mayors, get voted out in the election. One more step, one more thing before I um, get to a little bit of good news regarding the state of California. Um, Barack Obama. Most patriots know that that man and his wife, Michelle, have racially divided this country for eight years, 2008 to 2012. Um, no, 2008 to 2016, actually, when um, Trump was elected. Now, he said that our that our freedoms should be turned over to the government you're not that we're not entitled to any now Here's where my fuse just gets a little bit shorter. First of all, Barack Obama, I hope you're listening. I have had several members of my family in the military. They fought for my freedoms. My sister-in-law, who was a part of Operation Iraqi Freedom. My cousin Emery. Several uncles. My great-grandfather. My grandfather. They all fought 
to protect this great nation. Henceforth, they fought to give me life. I mean, they fought so that I could have a life. To continue with the opening, my my family who have fought in the wars, and some of them are still alive uh, today. They fought so that I could have a life. And I I thank them. And I thank any veteran I see for fighting. And I'm not trying to start a protest. I'm trying to tell you that these states that I named earlier, you guys need to fight. Or come November, this country's gone. If Trump does not win, this country's gone. And I plan on re-electing, or I plan on helping to re-elect Donald Trump by voting for him again. Now that that bit of chaos is over and done with, I do have a bit of good good news aside from earlier that I am in the running for a supervisor position here at my job. And I I literally found out about it after a phone call. And I would appreciate it immensely if you guys would keep me in thought as I take this next next step in my storied career. And I will try my best to get episodes of the podcast out to you. Every Thursday, I will try my best. Now, are you tired of just sitting at home? Wondering what to watch? I Well, look no further. Because tomorrow... Uh, the animated feature Scoob 
hits uh, theaters. And I know it's going to be on video on demand. But nonetheless, we will start getting movies back in theaters again. But the only catch is, there will be no red carpet. Now, speaking of red carpet, a little bit later on, I will tell you how you could win a trip to the red carpet premiere of um, Chris Hemsworth's uh, movie Thor for Love and Thunder. But the movie that is coming out tomorrow is Scoob. Now, the working title of the film was Into the Scoobyverse. However, um, it has changed to simply Scoob because they don't want a copyright infringement or whatnot on um, into the Spider Verse of into the Spider Verse of Marvel thing. The cast. Uh, star, uh, of Scoob is as follows. Zac Efron will play the grown-up Fred Jones. Gina Rodriguez of Jane the Virgin will be Velma. Amanda Seyfried from uh, Ted 2 will be Daphne. Will Forte will be the grown-up Shaggy. Frank Welbert, uh, Frank Welker, I apologize, will be Scooby-Doo. That's right. The man behind the voice of Scoob will return for his own movie. Mark Wahlberg will be Blue Falcon. Jason Isaacs will be Play the villainous Dick Dastardly. Kiersey Clemens will be Dee Dee Sykes. Ken Jeong, Leslie Chow from the Hangover films will be Dynamut Dog Wonder. Simon Cowell makes a cameo in the film. Tracy Morgan will be Captain Caveman. Ira Glass. And Don Messick, the creators of Scoob, and the ones behind the movie, Ariana Greenblatt and Pierce Gagnon will be a young Velma and Fred, respectively. Ian Armitage, young Sheldon, will be a young Shaggy. 
And... McKenna Grace will be the young... Christina Hendricks. Henry Winkler will be Officer Joff and Keith, respectively. Harry Perry will play himself. John DiMaggio will be the restaurant owner. Kevin Heffernan of... Uh, of uh, the Broken Lizard Comedy Troupe will be Bike Cop Gary. Iron Glass will be himself. Henry Kaufman will be Chet and Chad. Maya Erkson will be Julie Takamoto. Billy West... will be Muttley. Don Messick, who provide who provided the voice of Muttley in the original Dick Dashley cartoons, will shoot the archived footage. Fred Tatascori will play Cerberus and Justina Machado, Kenny Peel, Joe McDaniel, Ryan Fousey, and more will will be in this movie. And the plot is as follows. It's kind of a riff on Into the Spider-Verse, but... Scooby gets taken up into the Falcon Fury and gets put in protective custody, if I read it right, by Blue Falcon and Dee Dee. But anyway, the movie will be a blast to watch and it'll be fun to watch for any fan of Scooby-Doo. Um, another um, coming attraction is actually a movie that is in the works over at Disney+. Plus. Two of well, actually, three of the characters that have been fan-casted for the live-action Hercules are as follows. A grown-up Hercules himself in Chris Pratt. Willem Dafoe, the Green Goblin from Spider-Man, as... Herc's uncle Hades and Thanos himself, Josh Brolin will be playing Zeus but however, courtesy of at WDWNT 
or Walt Disney World News Tonight. Or you could find them on social. They were debating who should be the the Zeus, who should play Zeus, actually, in the live-action Hercules. And one of those choices that stuck out is Jeff Bridges. Now, of course, you know, Jeff has been in many movies, including Tron Legacy, where he appeared in it alongside Bruce Boxleitner and Garrett Hedlund, and also other movies like Blown Away, uh, R.I.P.D., Written by uh, uh, Peter Linkov of Hawaii Five-O, Magnum P.I., and MacGyver fame. Let me know what you think of Jeff Bridges as uh, possibly playing Zeus. Now... Also, a movie that's in uh, the works is uh, Flashpoint, which is a take on the uh, storyline, the Flashpoint Paradox. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with what I'm talking about, in the Flashpoint Paradox... um, Barry Allen visits his mom's grave and he um, he um, starts crying and says that he wasn't fast enough. That he wasn't fast enough to stop his mom's uh, murder. So he starts running and running and running and eventually... He goes back in time or to an alternate uh, world where Bruce was the one that got shot and his parents lived to be Batman and the Joker respectively. Now, I bet you're wondering who is on the high list to play um, the Flashpoint Batman and Flashpoint Joker, respectively. But it is none other than Negan himself, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and Lauren Cohan, who played Maggie, as well as Martha Wayne, As the Joker. Now, I've gone through Boss Logic's uh, art book, or picture book, if you want to call it that, 
and I saw photos of both Thomas and Martha as Batman and Joker, respectively. And this guy did an amazing job. Should that movie get made, those two would knock their roles out of the park. And I know you're thinking that um, Keanu Reeves is joining the Marvel Universe. He is. But I looked through the the same guy's art book and found out that John Wick himself was scanned as Mr. Sinister for um, an X-Men film. Now what does that mean? Who knows? But I will keep my ears glued to the movie news and my fingers doing the typing. Now, for those of you who have been following all the all the um, uh, happenings going on with uh, the Batman, the new movie starring Robert Pattinson, out, I believe, next June or July of 2021. There is a slight possibility that's going on that Johnny Depp might be cast as um, the Joker in that film. Or it could be for a sequel. But the confirmed villains that have been cast in that film are John Turturro as um, Carmine Falcone, uh, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, Paul Dano as the Riddler, Colin Farrell will play the Penguin. And um, Jeffrey Wright will be Commissioner Gordon. And um, Andy Serkis will play Alfred. And on top of that, Robert Pattinson himself will be the Dark Knight. Now, what that movie follows from all the images is that it follows his first year in the suit. And it, and uh, the story the story material will be taken 
from uh, The Long Halloween, which is a graphic novel set in the continuity of Year One. Now, for those of you who are familiar with both those novels, The Long Halloween is a graphic novel where um, Batman ventures into the underworld and encounters six villains ranging from Firefly to Joker to Penguin to Catwoman to Riddler and Falcone. And year one will be uh, Batman honing his uh, detective skills where he will become uh, the world's greatest detective and earn that moniker. In the TV world, I hope you guys are ready for this. I know you guys have missed episodes of your favorite shows due to the pandemic shutting it down. Well, worry no more. As this fall, the final episodes of um, Supernatural will hit the airwaves to close out the series. But this Tuesday coming up will be the series premiere of um, Stargirl. Uh, If I remember correctly, Starman's uh, daughter, who is unaware of her father's heroics, moves to Nebraska with her family. And a little sneak peek, you'll find out that uh, Stripesy, or Luke Wilson's character, is Stripesy, the big iron giant looking robot. And the, the cast of that show is put together very beautifully. Uh, Breck uh, Basinger, Amy Smart, Henry Thomas, and uh, Luke Wilson play Stripesy, Stargirl, uh, Dr. Midnight, I think, and um, whoever uh, Amy Smart's character is. But next week, I will have a better view, a uh, better understanding of what Stargirl is about. So be ready to check it out this Tuesday on the CW. 
Now, back to Supernatural. Yes, I said earlier that Supernatural will finish up in the fall. However, one of its stars, uh, Jared Padalecki, will be hitting the airwaves as Walker. And now I don't have any access to that uh, theme music. And if you hear any static in your recording, it's me chewing some gum. Um, in January 2021, also on the CW, be looking to... Uh, watch Jared Padalecki in Walker. And that cast is taking shape very well. Next week I will have that entire list for you. Coming up, what you have all been waiting for a unique perspective. This is Into the Air Inverse. Alright you guys, welcome back. Here is what I promised. And what I teased on my Facebook page. And the show Facebook page. Most of you are excited as I am about um, sports getting ready to come back. You know, golf in June, uh, baseball July, and um, WWE, AEW soon. But here's where a lot of the variables and a lot of the what-ifs come into play. Could there be a salary, ca a salary cap? Could there be this? Could there be that? What if, you know, teams in California can't play? What if they have to go to Arizona? Blah, 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 blah. No one knows, but apparently, from what I've been reading, it's all on the t it's all on the table, and they plan on starting on time. But what impact? does it have on the quote-unquote poor team owners? Well, no one knows what impact it uh, could bring or impact, or nobody knows what impact it could um, have. Because, in my opinion, fans are the driving force of these 
um, of these, you know, going to these events, going to these games, buying the souvenirs, buying the merchandise. <laughs> However, you will still be able to buy it. It's just that you will have to buy it online. And am I fine with these empty arena shows? Yes and no. And I'll tell you the reason why. No for the fact that say if I'm Coco Beware or Robert Gibson of the Rock and Roll Express, you want fans there to cheer you and Ricky Morton go at it against um, yeah, Ricky Morton I'm sorry um, they want to cheer you both to um, wrestle athletes athletes like the Watts TJ, Derek, JJ, um, you know, all those people, they want the fans there because they can feel their energy, but this is the way it's going to be unless they implement temperature uh uh taking and all these and all these events do i see that happening i don't know no one knows but these sports coming back it gives fans of these sports hope um it it gives them hope that they can watch their favorite sport on TV again. It gives them hope that one day they'll be able to touch hands with their favorite athlete when they come out on the floor when they come to the ring. It just gives them hope. And um I'm ready for it. Now the reason why I answered yes is because for the WWE they have been doing um, shows at the uh, Performance Center in um, Orlando. Now I'm guessing that they can uh, start having fans at the shows. I'm here in June. I'm here in July. But however, um, I could be wrong. I, um, 
I'm awaiting to hear the reply from a message I sent to the president of All Elite Wrestling and owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Tony Khan. I will hopefully hear something back soon from him that um, fans were roaring, were uh, heard in the arena in Jacksonville. Could that mean that Florida has been lenient in the restrictions? Who knows? But I will let you guys know either by social or in an episode next week. In summary, empty uh, arena events, empty grandstand events. Does that have an impact on the president of the track or the owner of the stadium or the owner of the team? Yeah. But they will have to implement a salary cap when football starts. And next week, I will reveal to you all 32 teams leading up to the start of this season. In closing, you guys, I appreciate you listening to me and being with me through this journey. Um, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Your support means the world. And we'll see you next week.